I just can't leave the public school system alone. Hello, everybody. I'm Janice Christensen, and this is The Tangled Angle. Here on this podcast, we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in politics, government, and American history, and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband, Dan Christensen, who is in the House of Representatives from 2003 to 2018. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. I've done a couple podcasts on it and the history of the public school system, how it's 100 years old in our nation. And yes, I know that from state to state, the public school systems and their quality of the education can vary. However, the public school system has always been built on a Marxist leftist ideology, mainly to separate the kids from their parents and to not train them up to be doctors, lawyers, and educated people, but to be workers for the state. The public school system in our nation is really misnamed. We need to stop calling them public schools. They're not open to the public. They don't welcome the parents into the classroom most of the time. And I'm really addressing the public schools in the blue states, and especially here in the state of Washington where I live. But these public schools, quote unquote, they aren't accountable to the public. They are run by the government, funded by taxpayer dollars. They're regulated by the government. The government sets the curriculum. They are funded by the government and they are compelled to teach what the government and the state wants, namely godlessness, leftist, Marxist, socialist ideologies. They teach kids to hate America, and they teach kids, well, really, they don't even teach kids. They dumb them down so far that most of them don't even have critical thinking skills. And it's something like 20, only 20% of them have an adequate reading and math level upon graduation. These are not public schools. These are government schools. And the curriculum and the motivation and the purpose of these schools is for the state and for the government's benefit. It is not for the benefit of the kids. And I can hear some that listen to my podcast saying, well, what about, you know, some of the teachers, some of the teachers in these public schools are really good. And we need good teachers in these public school systems. And this is the last stopgap effort for some of these kids that would fall through the cracks. And we need good teachers in the public school system. And I would argue that there really is no such thing as a teacher that is teaching to high academic standards, high levels of achievement, 
and really getting kids ready to know and learn how to think and how to reason and how to critically think, how to assess a situation, how to draw a healthy conclusion for themselves, their families, their communities, and the society they live in. That is not the aim of the public school system or the government schools. But they say, oh, we need good teachers in these systems. And I have thought about this. And so I came up with an analogy. And let's just pretend that all the government schools are really Buddhist schools. It's all about Buddhism, and they promote the Buddhist philosophy. They use Buddhist textbooks. They're funded by the Buddhists, and it's all about Buddhism. And then you have a non-Buddhist come along and say, well, I want to teach in this school because I think we need good teachers in the Buddhist school system. They're not doing a very good job. So this teacher enters the Buddhist schools and teaches Buddhist philosophy using Buddhist textbooks according to how the Buddhists want their kids to learn. And they say, no, 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 I'm, I'm a teacher in the school system, and I'm not Buddhist. I'm teaching to maybe the Christian worldview, or a higher worldview, or a different worldview that's better. But the Buddhist school system pays really well, and I'm there to help the other kids. I'm not promoting Buddhism. However, after 12 years and hundreds of thousands of hours, preschool through 12th grade, what you have coming out of this type of school system is a Buddhist. Regardless of how talented the teachers were, regardless of how knowledgeable the teachers were, and maybe tried to teach them Plato or teach them the scriptures or teach them Socrates or some of the other scholars that have come down through history, And she's usually had to do this secretively or kind of try and sneak it in. What you have formed in a child's mind and heart and soul is a Buddhist. And so when they say, oh, they need really good teachers in the public school system because that's we need to save these kids. There's really no such way to put it. There's no such thing as a good government school. Because you're assuming that a good government school would teach what is good for the students. And it's like if you have a lake full of water and you insert a few more drops of water to improve the pond, it doesn't do anything for the pond. Because you have this gigantic body of water and a gigantic body of philosophy called the public school system or government schools, and you can insert or remove a few buckets of water from this pond, and it makes no difference because it is the pond of government schools or it is the pond of Buddhist schools. There's no such thing as saying, well, I'm going to come into the public school system, but I'm not going to teach Buddhism or I'm not going to teach Marxism, I'm not going to teach leftism, I'm not going to teach about a godless America that we should all hate. Well, this one teacher or these 10 teachers in this public school system are not going to affect the system. It's too large. And the arrogance to think, well, I can come into this public school system and change it. Yeah, you might affect one or two kids, but the river's flowing and the pond is full And your presence is not going to make a difference. Changing the philosophy, the textbooks, and the pond that you're swimming in of the government schools. And I know here in the state of Washington, there's some rural school districts that um, have huge geographic area and few students where 
On the school boards, there are conservatives. There are people who understand what education is. And they do have a bit more control over the public school system and what is taught there. However, this is the exception. This isn't the rule of what is going on in America in the government schools. And so, yes, I understand that if you have an extremely rural school district and you have active parents that are keeping track and paying attention and understanding what's going on and you have control over what is taught, in these rural districts, that's one thing, but that is not the norm. That is not the bulk of what is happening in America in government schools. So please understand me. I am not attacking an individual teacher. I am not attacking an individual school. I'm making a broad sweeping generality here, but you only have to look at statistics. You have to look at reading levels and math levels and reading comprehension levels to understand that our government school system is broken. And the answers are charter schools, private schools, homeschools, homeschool co-ops, homeschool pods, charter school pods, all these alternatives to allow the tax dollars that are collected from every person who owns property in our state that funds the government school system to allow the dollars to follow the student so the parents can decide where they want to put their kids, where they want their kids to be educated. Maybe that isn't even in the government school. However, parents should be given the choice of who is going to educate their kids and opt out of the government school system, which is indoctrinating the kids. There's a big difference between indoctrination and education. And the public school system, otherwise known as government schools in the United States, is an indoctrination system. Indoctrinating the kids with the beliefs of socialism and Marxism, which is anti-American, which is not pro-freedom, pro-liberty, pro-First Amendment, pro-Second Amendment, and all the other foundational principles that the United States was founded upon over 240 years ago. If you like this podcast, please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And you can also contact me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Janice Christ, J-A-N-I-S-K-R-I-S-T. For the parent who says, I can't afford to get my kid out of the public school system. For the sake of their soul, for the sake of your family, for the sake of their future, for the sake of our nation, for the sake of saving your child's life. I would argue that you can't afford not to.